Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Mike Lynch here. Hey, and I'm Patrick Harris. You probably like baseball, which is why you're listening to this. This is the uh, Hot Corner Podcast. Well, I kind of like baseball. I guess I'll tune in. Baseball's pretty neat, so thanks for listening. This is brought to you by your local Les Schwab Tire Center. Doing the right thing since 1952. Woo, baseball! You know, the beauty of baseball is you can sit next to your neighbor and have a conversation. Or you can just completely ignore them. Baseball spoken here. It's time for the second game of our radio doubleheader. That is a reviewable play, but the Yankees choose not to review it. A swing and a drive to deep right, away back, off the pole, Francisco Lindor. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch, a deep dive on baseball and the hottest topics in sports. It's 2-2 two to two in the bottom of the sixth, and I just can't get my eyes off that man with the tall head. It's quite a game, but man, that guy is ugly. You know that guy hasn't blinked this entire game? Just a dead-eyed idiot out on a Thursday afternoon. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch. We're going to be awesome for you right now. On 1080. Hey, one for one, that's about a thousand, dude. That's baseball, baby. Help us, please. Somebody help us. The Fan. Yeah. Hey, I remember syrup sandwiches and crumb allowances for Welcome into the second hour of the Hot Corner after dark. If you missed any of it, you can check out the Les Schwab Tires podcast at 1080thefan.com. You can also find that on Twitter. How on earth do we recover from the Kissing Bandit? I don't know, man. I thought that would be a good one to kind of mix things up. I didn't want to go too nerdy. Well, you mix things up all right. Yeah, you got all hot and bothered. All sorts at the, of feelings were mixed up. Yeah, you were looking at Sook's Playboys underneath the, the table during the, the commercial break. The earliest one is 2004. Come on. Why can't we get some like late 80s, early 90s? That was the prime days of Playboy. I like or how am you I say just that saying is... that because those are the ones I saw when I was a kid? Probably. <laughs> I just like how you're saying that as if, like, Playboy was delivered here. No, we just found those in a drawer somewhere. I'm still pissed off, Mike. I'm still really pissed off. My dad had those old 70s, 80s ones in, like, an old leather briefcase from probably the 70s or 80s. That's where they were all locked up in the garage. And, boy, when those were found that day, my seven-year-old magical mind, that was a... Uh, that was a whole new world right there. Yeah, for those who don't know, uh, Joe and I, close in age. I'm, I'm a little older, but close in age. I'm the old man. Yeah. That's why I do story time. <laughs> <laughs> we we were we were right smack dab in the middle of internet stuff like that, like being introduced. So early on, we had to use magazines. Right. I, and buying and a then we stopped using them because we didn't need them anymore. Buying a Playboy was a big deal, like, mm-hmm. as a 18-year-old. I mean, I think I got my first one from my dad, like, as a gift um, on Easter is what it was. It mm-hmm. was like, hey, for Easter, you get your own bunny, kid. Here's a Playboy magazine. 
I was like, wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. I've man, met Joe you. Fisher the second, and that makes 100% <laughs> I was going to say, I haven't, but I that know, makes, I, so, that makes so much sense still anyway. <laughs> so, if, if Papa Joe's out there, hey, man, so what, I got your back. Do I give my son a hard drive when he turns 14 or 15? Like, what's the, like, trust me, this will be plenty of time. Yeah, yeah in a hard drive. Everything's just <laughs> on the internet. You just go, These are some, this is son, my I'm going to remove the parental blocks today. <laughs> Joe gives Joe the four, like, hey, this is this is the best of your dad's days. Yeah, this is mixtape. <laughs> Volume two, right here, bud. Thank Enjoy God you said days. <laughs> uh, I think uh, being the older gentleman of the three of us, and I love that this is what we're going to talk about for this segment. Is uh, <laughs> I told you, how do you recover from that? I, we're trying right now. We're not doing a good job of it. Uh, I so when the internet came around for me when I was in like high school, like it was still mostly just pictures. Like AOL, the dial-up wasn't fast enough for you yeah. really to get quality you slow videos. Loading, yeah. Plus it would freeze right at the yeah, neckline. You're, you're like, your stop freezing. <laughs> plus, you're at your parents' house, so it was like pictures were the same, whether they were online in a magazine. So before the videos ever came around, I had yeah. girls. Like, we got to girls before then. Mm. Girls. So we got to reality. Right. You know, because when you're 12, you're not, you know, right. There's bouncing no, there's around. There's no reality. Yeah, yeah. 12, you need the videos and the, and the movies and the pictures and... We just had pictures, and then the internet was like, here's a slower loading picture, and it's like, whatever, I'm going to go look at those boobs in that magazine I've seen 200 <laughs> times already. Yeah, and then girls. Yeah. Although the girls you meet when you're 15 are quite different than the girls you see in Playboys. Yes. Yeah. These yeah. are different proportioned. Yeah. What's going on <laughs> I'm here? I'm confused here. <laughs> not everyone looks like that at all ages. What? What? <laughs> Life's not fair. Yeah, life's not fair. But I thought that'd be a good one to shake it up. I got a bunch of other stories, but I thought I don't know. Dude, the look in George Brett's eye, yeah, the the yeah, they George Brett like connect you, the dots. Yeah, <laughs> man, come on, dude. Like you knew where she was. Like you know what's going. If it's like, well, she kissed him twice. <laughs> the only player she kissed twice, right? That's what it sounds like. There's a reason <clears throat> right there. Mm-hmm. Well, and <clears throat> excuse me, jeez. If George Brett is going to the like. Stadium people, and he's like, "Hey, who's the uh, who's the pregame entertainment today?" He's probably got an idea of who it already is because <laughs> she was performing, quote unquote. It said she was performing, quote unquote, before a Royals game. Who doesn't like a good rubby action against Baltimore? And so he went up to her before she could do it to him. So he knows what's going on. It's hard to get down the throat. So he's probably walking up to her, Joe. That's uncomfortable. Making kisses, and then he's probably just like Yo. making kisses. Yo, room A32, the Benson. You know That's a I lot mean. of time spending on your knees. That's the one I was looking for, but the mouse wasn't working. Mark, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> no. Why would you mark that? I don't know. It's That's funny. weird. Well, it's funny. It's weird. <laughs> oh, man. Is it 912 yet? <laughs> Almost. This is truly ap- we we have hit because peak after dark. I was gonna say last week. Let me take a sip of my beer. Last week Joe uh, was hosting, and I do not remember if it got dark at the start of the show, but the start of the show tonight it was dark, pitch and black. That means that we have entered the after dark. Whoa 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 whoa! <laughs> Wait, are you serious? Okay, all right, continue, please. It is truly after dark 
because the show started when it was dark out, and that instantly changed the mood of the show. I was going to go back to baseball highlights, and Mike's making me watch We Are the Millers. This is clearly Hot Corner After Dark. It's a good movie, but I... One of the most underrated movies I've recently. Uh, you were to say of all time, and then you stopped yourself, didn't you? Yes. <laughs> Because I knew that would have been wrong. You guys don't even get audio in that. like uh, In the breaks, you will. Oh. So you're watching a movie but not hearing it right now. What's the guy's name who's like Ed Helms but not Ed Helms? Jason Sudeikis. Sure. Is that, I thought that was the, top, the tall dude from, uh, uh, what's that Hawaii wedding movie? Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Forgetting yeah, Sarah there Marshall. you go, yeah. That's that, Jason Siegel. Jeez, you people. We need less celebrities. We need more Morgana, though. <laughs> yes. Although she's got a lot to give already. <laughs> True. We don't need any more. <laughs> so is there a baseball segment coming up? Yeah, sure. We'll do baseball NL next. West or something? Yeah, yeah. We'll do baseball next. This is the hot corner. Joe Fisher behind the glass. Mike Lynch on Patrick Harris. We'll see you in a minute. This is the hot corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. It's 916. I don't know how to recover from this show. Um, <laughs> he's never seen Worth of Billers, and now he laughed multiple times already, so we're in. To the two people still on the text line, oh, I guess there's three. Penthouse, club, we are the Millers. <laughs> I'm going to click one of these tabs over here. Ooh. Look, the Major League Baseball standings <laughs> on the National League East. Look how close that is. The, the, e- the East? I said the West. <laughs> oh, the National League. Right. Sorry. Right, sorry. right, the right. East, I thought you said West. <laughs> yeah, the West is very close. <laughs> you can't even pretend, Mike. Okay. You're the professional. Joe and I are the idiots. Joe's actually working harder than me, so I should not lump Joe in with me. Right. I am the idiot. <laughs> you quote, two are the professionals, quote, the and Millers. I am holding it together better than you to are. To quote, we're the Millers, game face. Game, game, face. game face, we're Millers. <laughs> the, the NL West is very close, and on this show, we have not given it a lot of attention. Like Morgana's cleavage. Naturally made. You know, to try and get this back on the right track... I know that the Mariners are the closer team to Portland, so obviously we're going to talk a lot about the AL West, but how can we, like, yeah, it seems like we don't really talk about the NL West for it being the Western Division in the National League. I Thank you, Joe. I think that... <laughs> yes. Don't give me that look. Just looking. I'm interested in what you have to say. I think that... You're the analyst. For some reason, we have multiple times put it on the list of things to talk about mm-hmm. and then done what we've done today and completely ignored it as a topic. Which is great radio. Well, and the Mariners getting fight out, uh, fights in the clubhouse, too. So, I mean, that kills the segment. Or three. Yep. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. No, the NL West is crazy. The the Rockies, Dodgers, Diamondbacks all in it. And I don't know who the best team is. I think they're all worthy of being in the playoffs. So, it is pretty interesting. Uh, my money's on the Colorado Rockies. I like them just because I don't like the Dodgers because I don't know why they're any good. Check this. Colorado Rockies, 40 and 33 at home, 40 and 32 away. Mm. But a minus three run differential. Minus two. 
and the Dodgers and Diamondbacks have positive run differentials. This is what I hate about this stuff, too. The playoff percentage chance for the Rockies, who have a game and a half lead right now, is 50%. The Dodgers, who are trailing, have 71%. That is such an East Coast bias. Because <laughs> they clearly don't watch. They're just like, oh, the Dodgers. Yeah, of course the Dodgers. Yeah, that is true. So you think the Rockies are the best, or you like the Rockies the most? Well, I think the Rockies are the best. I think they have a better bullpen than the Dodgers. Um, the Dodgers probably have a slightly better uh, starting staff. Slightly. I'd say largely better. Um, but the problem is, is despite the Dodgers having a ton of offensive firepower, they are not as good as Colorado. They're just not. The Rockies, I think, hit better than the Dodgers. Yes, they do. Um, but, Even though the Dodgers are loaded from top to bottom. But, but Manny, Do- Manny Machado hasn't played that great. The Dodgers Turner's been better, hurt though. all year. Yeah, and he hasn't been super great since he came back from injury. Honestly, I think the Diamondbacks might be the best team. I know that they're currently in third in the two and a half games back, but they can hit and they can pitch. Currently, their their closer situation's in a bit of flux as Brad Boxberger has blown like four saves in the last month. But They're three and seven in their last ten. They've got great starting pitching. Corbin, Granke, Godley. Uh, they're hitting. How good has Patrick Corbin been this year? Great, absolutely great. And apparently, he wants to be a Yankee. So, keep going, Patrick. It's like, whoop, whoop. I'm thinking about keeping him in a keeper league. Um, you know, Goldschmidt. Who remember we talked about? He was hitting under 200 like a month and a half into the season, and he's killing it. He's hitting 300. Think yeah. about how mu- how well he has been hitting to get from sub 200 to back to 300. I don't know who I would vote for in the National League MVP, but if Arizona were to sneak in the playoffs, my vote would be Paul Goldschmidt. I think Javi Baez might win an L MVP. Man, I don't want to hear that. But he's been really good this year. I know. He's been super good. And you traded him away. Yeah. He's got <laughs> 30 home runs, 50 stolen bases, 100 RBIs. I just I want to see if I can find a average that paul goldschmidt had for like the last three months of the season mm-hmm. some because, some crazy split right i am uh let me see if i can find it here he was hitting on may 22nd 198 that was what his average was on may 22nd okay and it is now 300 isn't that amazing that means he has to have batted like 450. He hit 364. Oh, I guess I found it. He hit 364 in June, 317 in July, 356 in August, and 382 in September so far. My math is bad, but still, that's sexy. I mean, basically, put them all together, he's hit 350 over the last four months of the season. 350. Wow. He was hitting 198 on May 22nd. Imagine if he just had that that month and a half of 300. I know. He'd be the MVP. Yeah, by far. By far. Because he's got 33 homers, 83 rubies, 403 on base. You think Arizona can pull this back? They're not far back. They're three and a half back. The problem is everyone in the Central that's in this fight, Cubs, Brewers, Cardinals, Brewers and Cards currently home own the wild card have better records than the Rockies yep. who are leading the division. Yep. This is like the American League Central if someone else could figure out how to play. I I think they can do it. Yeah. You think so? I do. I I don't particularly trust the Rockies. I'm sure they all play each other a crap ton more before the end of the season. Uh, I don't really trust the Rockies. I don't really trust the Dodgers right now. Nobody although Nobody trusts the Rockies and I don't know why. That's I think, my team. Because they don't have good starting pitching. I think naturally, 
the Dodgers, you would say, oh, well, the Dodgers, all right, they'll they'll make a they'll make a run at it. We don't know why, but we'll say it. Uh, Arizona, just for reference, plays Houston, the Cubs, the Rockies, the Dodgers, and the Padres. So maybe they don't make the playoffs with that kind of a schedule. Or they go on a run and knock everybody out in front of them. Right. Maybe. To, you, to get ahead of them, it, it it's this strange thing. I mean, I'm going to play devil's advocate a little bit because obviously, you know, if you're the Yankees, you're trying to play the Blue Jays and the Orioles. You're not trying to play the Red Sox. I get that. But if you're in and a they pennant, do play them six times. But if you're in a pennant race, you make up damn near two games if you play them. Yep. It's almost worth it. Now it's high risk, high reward. Uh, because if you lose, obviously you go the other way. But I don't know. As the guy that's like to be the man, you got to beat the man kind of mentality. If I'm Arizona, dope. I play Los Angeles and the Rockies again, and the Cubs and the Astros. Bring it, bring it. Dodgers. Well, play. the Cubs Astros doesn't help, but the guys in your division, yeah, those are the guys you're willing to play. Dodgers play Cardinals, Rockies, Padres, Diamondbacks, Giants. That's a worse schedule in my opinion. And the Rockies play. Giants, Dodgers, Diamondbacks, Phillies, Nationals. Uh, that doesn't look good either. Yeah, they're all three of the schedules. They end with the Nats because the Nats are they're, they're yeah, done. They end with the Nats. Yeah, mm. and that's at home. Diamondbacks and well, I already closed Diamondbacks. Dodgers and six games on the road. Arizona, San Francisco. Mm. So it's they're all they're open. all tough schedules though. Looking at it that way, it's going to be a fight. I love that in the last four seasons, this is Nolan Arenado's down year, and they're in first place. What is he hitting, like 270 or something? He's hitting like 290. Oh, is he? He hit a dinger tonight. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, the Diamondbacks end on the road, but that's in San Diego. San Diego. Hey, they're Mariner killers. So Before that, they that. have nine straight home games, Cubs, Rockies, Dodgers. Uh, real quick, on a side note, what happened to the Phillies? Uh, they're a half game up on the Nationals. They regressed to the mean? By... They're two and eight in their last ten. They've lost five in well, a row. Well, I mean, row. we talked. We Nola talked about this. Actually, you didn't talk about this. I talked about this when you were gone one week. Is who do you believe in more, the Braves or the Phillies? Because they were really neck and neck. I think the Phillies had the lead in the division at that point. And my answer was easy: the Braves. I said because they're hitting or because they're pitching. It was just because I liked their talent. I like Aaron Nola. I like their talent better. Um, their young talent Complete. on the Braves was, I felt like, ready to go. Yeah. Where the Phillies, I feel like, are still kind of like in the middle of they've got some vets. They've got some young guys who look good, some young guys who haven't panned out necessarily. Michael Franco, I'm looking right at you. Oh, yeah, um, guilty is charged. And I feel like, I, I felt like that that meant that they were going to regress. And they held on so much longer than I thought. But, yeah, they have regressed back to better than we thought, but barely above 500. Ooh, yikes. National League, you're going to get Cubs will have the best record. They'll play the wild card team, which will be Brewers or Cardinals most likely. Or I, guess I hope the, it's the Brewers for a rivalry. Or I guess the Cubs could be in there, too. The Brewers are only game they, back, right? They're all there. Um, and then you get Braves versus the NL West winner. Yeah, because it looks like whoever comes out of the Central most likely have the best record in baseball. Unless the Braves just go on a tear. Yeah. Which they, they could. They have won five in a row. Which they very much could. Man, this National League. As, a, as an American League guy, I'm kind of like, meh, whatever. This National League is really gripping. It's interesting because... We already knew for a month or so who was in the playoffs in the American League, or even longer than that, if you if you want to. If you could foretell the future that wasn't really predicting, right, that, that was just reality. That the Mariners were going to collapse at some point. Who are the Mariners? Um, right, sorry, the team who should not be named. There we go, uh, there we go. There we go. <laughs> would collapse at some point. National League still up in the air, baby. We, we know the Braves are probably going to win the NL East. 
But beyond that, we know nothing, Jon Snow. Uh, I do see this on the Better You Today text line, 55305. Did you see tonight's end of the Diamondbacks game? Yeah, we were mentioning it. We were kind of following it. I, that's the kind of win that the Rockies need right now, though. That's the kind of win at the end of the season. You know, we talked about the Mariners winning close games throughout the beginning of the season. And that apparently doesn't matter. But, I mean, if you're the Rockies, you're down on the Diamondbacks the whole game, then you walk off, that's a big win. Absolutely. That's a huge win. September 12th, hashtag never forget. Three weeks left in the season. That's a big, big win tonight. Can you can you believe that we're almost done with the regular season? Isn't that crazy and depressing and exciting? Yeah. But mostly depressing. I just get excited because it means we're closer to uh, Big John coming on the show. Oh, yeah. Well, and, you know, the playoffs. Well, and I would be super jacked if the Rockies went to the World Series because then I could drive to Colorado for the World Series and see the Indians win it all. My wife's going to a Rockies game tomorrow. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I'm in Colorado next week, and they're on the road. <laughs> yeah, she she went for business and had some free time tomorrow before yep. doing stuff, and uh, they have a uh, they have a noon game tomorrow. The Diamondbacks? Yeah. Who's on the bump? Uh, it is... Zach Granke? Clay Buckholtz against Cal Freeland. Clay Buckholtz is in the league? <laughs> Dope. Who's he play for? Colorado. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry, Arizona, I mean. Cool. So you don't know either. Well, you said they played Arizona tomorrow. Who's oh, on the bump? Oh, okay, sorry. Zach Granke, and I said, no. Clay Buckholtz. <laughs> I was like, Clay Buckholtz, who's he pitched for? I thought Clay Buckholtz was dead. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was, been, I'm super jealous, though, because I've heard Coors Field's awesome. I've been to Coors Field. It's a dope place. It's really cool. The little the little garden in right center center field is is pretty nice. Um, yeah, and, it's, bought- and it's one of those cool stadiums. It's kind of like Camden. I mean, Safeco's got this to an extent. I mean, it is downtown Denver. She bought $4. They call it like the rock seats that are like way out in center field somewhere. But I was like, you can just go walk around the stadium. You don't need to go sit as far away as humanly possible. We did get a hashtag rocks mafia. There you go. On the text line. There you go. Yeah, there's like, I think it would be like, you know, they have that like little like garden area in the center you're talking about. It's like somewhere over there. Mm. And I was like, you don't need to sit by yourself in the corner you can go wander the stadium and like just go enjoy the game anywhere oh yeah when i went to uh she paid she paid eight dollars eight when i went when i went to at&t by myself eight in in san francisco yeah i think i paid 1350 for outfield bleacher seats and i think i sat there for like an inning and a half and then you walked oh yeah yeah and i got sushi and craft beer Mm. and bougie kids in san francisco (laughs) oh yeah goodness gracious good craft beer in seattle too sushi wasn't even that good Cost me 20 bucks. <laughs> of course it did. It was ballpark. <laughs> All right. When we come back, the infamous fourth is on the table as it is every single week at 930. Fair or foul is next. But first, here's Joe with sports. Is it fair? Oh, my That's goodness. That's a fair ball. Or is it foul? Well, he thought it was foul, I think. A knowledge test for Patrick and Mike to see how well they know the big leagues. Mathematics and strange symbols now as far as Major League Baseball is concerned. The OBP and the SLG and the ISO and you name it. And what our distinguished hosts think about the stories that popped up around the big leagues. Peralta knocks it into center. David tonight, two for two, a leadoff single here in the fourth. And nobody noticed. This is Fair or Foul on the... The Hot Corner on 1080 The Fan. This show is officially off the rails. Officially off the rails. 
I don't know what I just saw on the television, but I'm going to turn it over to Joe Fisher with Fair or Foul. And you're going to watch this later tonight when you go home from the beginning. Probably. Oh, uh, where the Millers? Yep. Is he catching on? He has laughed so many times. Well, they just taught a dude how to kiss. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's a good scene. So as awesome as scenes. I'm sure that fair or foul open sounded, Joe, unfortunately, I could not pay attention. It's all right. All right. It's all right. Are we going to hear it again sometime? Uh, yeah, maybe next week. All right. Sounds good. I'll be here. <laughs> Just going to take a wild guess. All right. Our first one. Here, um, right? So I like to try and bring up my Orioles as much as possible because. You're good at it, too. Uh, I brought up your Orioles tonight. To who? George Brett. He was playing the Orioles. Oh. Slade Morgana that night. Thanks for the reference. No problem. Uh, but yeah, my Orioles suck, as we all know. Um, historically, um, historically bad season. Yeah, I think I will say this to go to the Orioles' defense somehow, some way. I think it makes it uh, look much worse uh, thanks to the Red Sox having as good as a season as they are. So there is that. If they weren't killing it this year and on base to have like a Mariners style season, th- that lead would maybe only be 35 or 40. Okay. So. Sure. It'd still be a 40 in like 100 year, though. So Orioles there on pace for one of the worst seasons ever. But do it, do it. Fair or foul, are they on pace for the worst run differential of all time? Is Dylan Bundy still the phenom you kept talking about? <laughs> yes. Is Chris Tillman still on the mound? Um, Somewhere. What about Ubaldo Jimenez? I pray to God no, but chances are yes. Worst run differential. Andrew Kashner gave up 10 runs in one inning tonight. Fair. <laughs> Going fair. I am going to go foul. I could have said fair before you told me that Andrew Kashner gave up 10, but you were like Andrew Kashner, and I was like, I'm going fair. <laughs> don't forget Alex Cobb as well. Uh, don't, Alex Cobb's been all right. Yeah, but in the beginning, What's he that? gave up like nine runs a game. He also didn't play spring training. Because nobody won. I'm going to say foul because the worst record of all time in recent history, I guess not of all time, wasn't the worst one of all time like the Cleveland Spiders or something? They had like 29 wins or something. Maybe, I don't know. But I think it was the Tigers, the 2003 Detroit Tigers, I want to say, had the worst record. There are 116 losses. I'm going to go ahead and say they had the worst run differential, so I'll say foul. Mike. You get a double ding because not only did you get the modern day worst run differential, which is the 03 uh, Tigers at 337, which the Orioles, they very well could beat, but still tough. It's at 252 right now for the O's. Yeah. The Cleveland Spiders in 1899 had a 723 negative run differential. Look at that with the double whammy correct answer. <laughs> Dang. Wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. The yeah. Cleveland Spiders, they gave up a hun- uh, 1,252 runs back in 1899. 1,252. <laughs> I'm looking at the Orioles at 808, and I'm like, that is disgusting. They scored 529. Dang it. The Orioles already passed that. <laughs> so quick other fair or foul. Did the Tigers set their own record from 2002 in 2003? With the worst run differential. I do believe this is correct. Is this back? Did they have back-to-back worst run differential seasons? Oh, in I MLB do believe history? this is fair. But I'll say fair, yeah. Yeah, I, because I ended up in 2003. I started a. I was in a public fantasy league that I was terrible at in the very beginning. So I dumped all my players and started all Tigers players because they were coincidentally all available. 
as free agents. <laughs> like, I had all their relievers and starters. <laughs> nice. Yeah, well, it was pretty it is, great. It is indeed fair. 2002 Tigers, a negative 289 run differential. And then the 2003, 337. So back-to-back years. 337. That's disgusting. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Pretty bad. So going from uh, one AL East team that's underachieving to another AL East team that many people thought was going to underachieve this year but has basically done the complete opposite, that's the Tampa Bay Devil Rays. I'm going throwback Devil Rays here. They'll always be the Devil Rays. They should still be the Devil Rays. Honestly, those old logos, those logos were dope. Um, So the Rays, yeah, they've been playing some great baseball lately. Lately, over the past couple weeks, they've been playing great baseball. But, fair or foul, do they have the best record in the MLB since August 7th? So just over a month here. We're looking a month and five days. I think I saw something on this the other day, and I think I think this is fair. I think um, I did see this, and I think it is fair. I yeah. think it's fair. Um, I do believe they're the hottest team in baseball, and I'm trying to – I'm not cheating. I am looking at standings, but it's not going to tell me that far. I'm trying to think if there's anybody else I saw that's hotter. Well, it would be Oakland would be the only other team. Oakland would be or your maybe other St. Louis. St. Louis has been pretty hot. No, I think it's the Rays. I think it's the Rays, too. You said it was August 7th? August 7th, yes. So, what, about... Month and a week? 28, 29 games, something like that. I want to say they were, like, 20 and 9 or something crazy. They're two games behind the Cleveland Indians in terms of record. Yeah. Actually, half game. Game and a half. Okay. Where are we going? Sure. Two games, half game, game and a half. What's going on? And I think a lot of that has to do with Blake Snell was on the DL for a little bit. And Blake Snell, after his performance this this afternoon, maybe backdoors into the American League Cy Young? Maybe. Probably not, but maybe. Hot take. And their opener strategy is working great. Yeah, they only have one starter. Oh, they got two now. Tyler Glass now. Ryan Stanek has been amazing as the opener. So is this fair, foul? We're saying fair. Fair. Yeah, it's fair. Um, They have a 24-9 record. Since August 7th, um, that's best in uh, AL, best in the majors. Next best team would be the St. Louis Cardinals with a 23 and 10 record. So just one game uh, worse than the Tampa Bay Rays. But how about the Rays? They were one of the four teams at the beginning of the season that got uh, sued by the like the MLBPA for basically saying that they're trying to suck. Yeah, I think it was like them, the A's, Pirates and uh Someone else. So two American League teams that are actually trying this year. Does I mean, Kevin pi- Cash Pirates get... are pretty good too. Yeah, does... pi- exactly. They're not does, too bad. Does Kevin Cash get fired for winning ninety games <laughs> on a bad team? You idiot! <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> oh man! So with all the litany of great teams this year in MLB, it seems like you have uh, plenty of teams that are um, worthy to make it into the postseason, but some of them aren't. I mean, the Rays. Probably going to be the odd men looking in, uh, looking out. Yep. Um, you're going to have a couple teams in the National League as well. I mean, the Royals, they're oof. And everybody, they're missing it. you know, everybody was stoked about getting the one game, uh, one game wild card a few years ago. But as time has gone on, everyone is getting a little bit of sour on the fact that everyone, everything's coming down to just the one game after 162. So with all of these great teams in the hunt and a lot of these teams going to miss the playoffs, a fair or foul. 
The MLB will adapt a 12-team playoff within the next decade. Oh, please be foul. And I know this is a very, very large window, 10 years here. Instead of decade, they're going to have new teams because the expansion is going to happen. Oh, God. So basically, yeah, an NFL style where you get the ones and two seeds, get a bye. Four divisions, two wild cards. Yeah, something like that. So you you just add one more team. Because you and have then five, two teams get a bye. You yep. have five right now. And then you either go three game series, five game series. Yeah. Your first round's a best of three. I'll buy it. I'll, I'll say it's fair. I'll say, say fair too reluctantly, and this is my shotgun. Get off my lawn. <laughs> I'll say fair because they'll add teams, and that'll, that'll add one more team to go. I mean, I love the one-game playoff if it's not my team. It's going to be my team, and it was two years ago, and They're it was going to lose. Too. It was horrific. And we lost them, too, uh, to the Astros and Dallas Keuchel. Hate them forever. Oh, man, dude, Mike Fires is going to throw an eight-inning eight shutout. Shut up. <laughs> so you guys are saying fair. It's going to happen within the next like 10 years, huh? closing it out. <laughs> Chris Davis is going to go deep twice. Jed Lowry is going to steal home. So you guys think this is going to happen within the next 10 years, Yes, right? I do, Fair. Sorry, I'm trying to make it easier on Mike because I know that he's a little scared right now. Yes, I do, Fair. I think Mike is really mad at me right now. He's mad? worried. I'm not mad. He is worried. I'm just disappointed. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. All right, and then just one real quick one to end it off. Fair or foul, Trevor Story, first shortstop ever. To hit 40 fair. doubles, 30 home runs, and 25 stolen bases in a season. Fair. Yeah, that as well. It's I fair. saw it. Yeah. I yeah, uh, just thought that should be highlighted and said out loud because that is freaking amazing. Remember when we thought he died? Remember yeah. he had that huge hot start his rookie year? Yep. And then it was like, oh, this guy swings for the fences. You kind of suck. Well, they're in first place right now. Yeah, and he's actually not sucking. He's pretty good. Yeah. I saw him in MVP consideration. I mean, it's no, 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 no. But like fifth place, they they listed they listed six guys, so and he was up there. Trevor Story. Um, so was Aaron Otto, though. He has well, he has more than this now. But at this time last week, he had 30 home runs, 94 RBIs, and 25 stolen bases. The only shortstop ever to go 30, 125 in MLB history was. A Rod in 1998, his 40 40 year. Hmm. That's it. That's the only one. It's just them two. It's not well, bad company. Yep, not bad at all. Well, that's fair or foul. Thanks, Joe. As always, we do that at 9 30. Uh, when we come back, we will wrap this bad boy up. This is Portland Sports Leader 1080 The Fan. Uh, this is from Blue Side Park. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. This has been one of the best, worst shows I've ever been a part of. Thank you out there. Almost made it. Thank you out there in Portland, and we will just sit back and let the clock roll out. Yeah, that's not good radio. Yeah, that's going to be just dead air for... I know, only Isaac and Sue get away with that. Well, but they do, but they they also know when to stop it. Not me. Yeah, after like one second, you were like, this is awkward, this is awkward. Why are we not talking? Talk, 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 talk. I I did like this text that came in. Let's talk about boobs more. That's better than baseball. Tell you what, I love baseball. The man brings up a good point. Or the woman. Which of the two? 
I will uh, not disagree with you. Yeah. Person. Human. Oh, man. Woman. 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 You seen that movie? So I Married an Axe Murderer? Nope. Oh, dude. Classic dark Mike Myers comedy. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, and yeah, for those who have not seen Where the Millers, go watch Where the Millers. Yeah, apparently this movie's pretty solid. I'm glued to it. This was the best thing on TV. Is, is there anything else? I'm not going to change it. Friday after next? Dude, that's a, w- my family watches that as a Christmas tradition. Okay. We watch that on Christmas night every year. Okay. Still a good movie. Uh, I don't disagree. I you're like lucky, the Friday You're movies. lucky Twister hasn't started. Otherwise, <laughs> we'd be watching Twister, not watching Secretariat. That sounds boring. South Park's pretty good. The Chronicles of Riddick. Okay, you bo- you dodge that one. Come on, there's got to be something else. Ten Cloverfield Lane. Did you ever see that flick? No. John Goodman. Yeah. I heard it. I heard that. I, I heard the first Cloverfield was not very good. I haven't that, seen the first one. But that one was actually solid. I heard. So that one's really crazy. Without a spoiler alert, you like watch the whole movie and you're like, I totally know how this is gonna end. And then it's it so clear. And then it's like, whoa, whoa. Things are different. <laughs> it's like out of nowhere. It's like this high suspense thriller, and then you're like, oh, God, I didn't see any of that coming. Well, that's cool. I like when movies do that because generally they fail miserably at doing that. Right. Did you watch Paradox at all? The Netflix movie? It was like oh, the no. third Cloverfield Paradox. They were like in space. No. I have not seen any of the Cloverfield movies. Oh, really? I only saw the middle one. I wanted to see the Netflix one. I- and it came out, and it was like super hyped. Like there was like a two-minute preview during the Super Bowl then it came out after the Super Bowl, and everybody was like, this movie sucks, I think is what went down. I don't like horror movies that much. Well, it's mostly like suspense sci-fi. Well, I like that, but the first Cloverfield was sold as horror. It was like the handheld camera. Right, like Blair Witch meets right. Monster in New York City. Right, and I, I guess I shouldn't say I don't like horror movies. I like horror as a genre, but I also scare fairly easily. So I don't like watching horror movies for that reason. Yeah. I had a really bad experience as a kid where we went to see The Sixth Sense and we came home and our entire neighborhood was in a blackout. Mm-hmm. So I was petrified. And when did The Sixth Sense come out? 97? No, it had to be later than that because I was in high school. 2000? 99 maybe? The Sixth Sense came out in... 99, I was 10 years old, and I was, I was 14. petrified at going home to a blackout with no lights after watching The Sixth Sense, which isn't even that scary, but has creepy parts to it. Dude, signs creeped me out in the movie theater. And ever since then, I've been really resistant to see scary movies again mm-hmm. because of it, although I did watch The Ring, which I thought was terrifying and awesome. Um, but also, there's been a lot of bad scary movies. Like, I went yeah. out to see, like, The Strangers, and I thought that sucked. Dude, it's the worst genre of life. Yeah. It's but like... When it, there's a good one, it's good. It, like, breeds bad movies. Yeah. Um, so I don't like horror movies that much, so hence why I didn't see Cloverfield. Did you know that Morgana wears eye cups? What does that mean? Like, her bra size is eyes. Oh. Like, wow. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I. I, yeah. yeah. That's that's insane. I, I don't know why, but her Wikipedia page is still up on my computer. <laughs> I wonder why. 45 bucks a month on aerobics classes to help strengthen her back. Mm, she needs them. She said, I'm not a sex symbol. I'm a comedian. I make folks smile. I make them laugh, and that makes my day. What are we here for if not that? 
I don't think they're laughing and smiling because you're funny, Morgan. She gave her measurements as 60, 23, and 39 inches, which is actually 152, 58, 99 centimeters, because she, she referred to the inches as, quote, baseball stats. Hmm. She often quipped that Dolly Parton was flat-chested. <laughs> That's my kind of lady. Why didn't you add this in during story time with Uncle Patrick? I don't know, man. Because you were talking and I wasn't listening and I started reading about uh. her. Why don't you listen to me? <laughs> her first appearance on stage did not go well as a dancer. She could not walk in her high heels. And as she danced, the audience kept shouting, take it off. <laughs> Thinking they were referring to her and not, you know, what they were talking about. She burst into tears and had be led off by the stage management. Mm. I can imagine walking in heels, not the easiest. Considering became, balance is not the easiest. She became in that an, an established and successful exotic dancer by the time she was seventeen. Yeah, so she is on part time. Okay, cool. She Good to wore, know. She wore two ten-gallon cowboy hats at the same time, not on her head. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, I'm assuming I know where that's going. Yeah. Wow. Cool. Well, thank, thank you, Kissing Bandit, for gracing my eyes today for the first time. When she was twelve, she passed for eighteen. Wow. She started getting boobs at nine. Wow. Mike saying wow to young people. Wow. Wow. It's lit. That was not fair. I hope that is stricken from the record. <laughs> that was not fair. That was not fair. Thank you, music. Uh, at 13, Speaking she of was, Ed Helms, by the way. At 13, she was hitchhiking with a friend to Baltimore. She was begging for a job eating out of garbage cans. She was unable to work because she was too young to get a work permit. This is equality. If you are nine and you know how to make, you know how to do things, you should be able to work in this country. I thought this was America. We're about winning championships. We're about winning championships. R.I.P. Todd Graham. Yeah. Got it. That's what I was about to ask. Uh, Mike, what you got planned for the week? Wife is out of town, so a lot of me, a, yeah. lot of, a lot of beer. Let's go to Hood River this weekend, and Let's maybe do we'll do an extended podcast edition of Beers on Us. Uh, but we'll drop a little a little teaser tomorrow for you guys, uh, so we don't leave you hanging too much. But then uh, some cool stuff to follow maybe on the next week. Oh yeah, we we are planning again. We're, We've been flying by the seat of our pants. Now we're planning again. Now we're like actually planning. I like to think of plotting. Okay, we're plotting. But planning also seems... Plotting sounds like a murder. A little bit better. Planning seems like a normal person thing. I have to go to a wedding this week, then I go to Colorado next week, and I just want this to be over. So for Mike Lynch, Joe Fisher, I'm Patrick Harris. Go do something I would do. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.